Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to see another example of the cycle from sin to judgment to grace that Steve referred to during his devotion yesterday. That was Cain and Abel in Genesis 4. Today we're in Genesis 6, 1 through 8, the beginning of the flood narrative. When man began to multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were attractive and they took as their wives any they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh. His days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. The Lord saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This text, frankly, poses raises a bunch more questions than it answers. And there are a lot of different rabbit trails we can go down, and we don't have time to go down all of them. But I want to just present some of these questions, and then I'm going to put some links in the show notes. You can look at the show notes and link, uh, see the links of a couple articles in a podcast I'm going to put that get at kind of a deeper explanation of some of these very perplexing things. First of all, who are these sons of God in verse 2? There are several theories about who the sons of God are. Uh, some believe they are fallen angels that were kind of with Satan in heaven and, and rebelled against God and then fell and came to earth. Some believe that they were... Uh, demons or fallen angels that, that kind of spiritual beings that possessed men on earth. Uh, and still others believe that these sons of God were actually biological sons of Adam's son, Seth. Uh, who knows what the answer to that is, but evidently these sons of God got together with the daughters of man and they had offspring. And it sounds like these offspring were the Nephilim. Now, the Nephilim are referred to here and in Numbers, and there's a lot of question about what the Nephilim are. You can find out more in the articles that I link. Uh, bottom line, some people believe that these were giants or warriors or, like it says in the Scripture, men of renown. And some people think that maybe because of the nature of these Nephilim who were the offspring of potentially pseudo-spiritual beings and daughters of man, I know this is getting crazy, you can read more about it. But some people believe that they are part of the reason that wickedness kind of was so pervasive on the earth, that these Nephilim, these warriors, these men of renown were kind of just wreaking havoc everywhere. We don't know the answers to all that. Scripture's not totally clear, uh, but it's interesting to think about. Another question that comes up later on here is where God says he's grieved uh, to his heart that he made man. He regretted that he made man. And it raises a question about God's foreknowledge. Of course, we believe that God is um, 
omniscient. He knows everything, which includes foreknowledge. He knows the future. And so way back at the beginning of time, when he created an Adam and Eve, he would have known that they were going to sin, and he would have known that this wickedness was going to come, and he was going to eventually wipe out humanity and the earth with a flood. And so how could you possibly regret, if you're God, how can you regret making man when you knew from the beginning this was going to happen? Well, John Piper has some great thoughts about all that in a podcast that I'm going to link but it's a question that this text should raise in your mind and cause you to wrestle with. Here's the deal about getting in the weeds on some of this stuff. It is interesting, and, uh, and, and frankly, I think it's important that we ask these questions because these things are in Scripture. Remember, Scripture is a summary of God's redemptive plan. If you think we've only got this very small Bible that kind of summarizes what happened through thousands and thousands of years of God's redemptive plan, we should pay attention to every word, and we should ask these questions and track down answers as long as it doesn't distract us from the main thrust of what's going on. And here's the main thrust of what's going on. Verse five, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. What a phenomenal summary of the condition of man's heart after the fall. You know, that's a a summary that's still true today about man's heart. We're only evil all the time. There's no one righteous, not even one, Scripture says. And there's several different references that make this very clear. And if we understand our depravity as a starting point, then we can begin to understand our need for a Redeemer, a Savior, so that we can be redeemed to a holy and righteous God who has no time for sin. That's one of the most important thrusts in this text. And then another very important point in this text, verse 8, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And we're going to unpack that in the days ahead as we learn about Noah. And Noah is actually kind of a foreshadowing or a forerunner or a prototype of a Christ because Noah, compared to the rest around him, is righteous, just like Christ was righteous. Christ was perfect. Noah wasn't perfect. And through Noah, God is going to create a plan, a way for humanity to be saved from destruction. Through the, uh, to be saved from the flood, just like we through faith in Christ can be saved from damnation and separation from God for eternity. Lord, thank you for these texts. Even though they raise more questions than they answer, even though they're just perplexing to consider, thank you for the thrust, which is even though we are sinners and even though sinners deserve judgment and they're going to receive judgment here in the next few verses, you have provided a way for us. You provided a way for some of them through Noah, and you've provided a way for us through Christ. Help us to embrace Christ as the way and live lives accordingly. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual 
Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.